Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. Joel, how's it going, mate? Mark. <laughs> Did you see the energy change? Yeah, I felt the energy change and I, I rode it. And also my energy is yeah, yeah. high because I'm doing this standing up. Are yeah. you? Oh, I'm sitting I down. Like, Should I, I like stand a dangerous up? broadcaster. I feel like Russell Brand. <laughs> Have you got one of those long mic things? Do you remember when he used to... Oh, he used to flick the thing around. But he used to do his radio show standing up as well. Flick the what, around? Uh, well, we've all heard those rumours. <laughs> 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 the, the the big brother's big mouth thing where he had the long mic oh thing. yeah did he used to do was, that yeah like, if I made that no, up yeah a bit like Freddie Mercury yeah 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 and he sort of put it under their noses yeah. and then he give them the mic Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh all good fun <laughs> oh it's all gold today this mate good. oh my lockdown my lockdown um, it's been a bit stressful, mm-hmm, Joe. Mm-hmm, a little bit stressful. Yeah. Uh, usual, usual things. Yep. Um, I told you a little bit about it pre. Um, every time my flatmate like clears her throat, I get really stressed out that she's got the thing. Which I expect a lot of people out How there. How often does she clear her got throat? These similar. Well, she, she's only done it twice. But <laughs> she did it in a row, and that worried yeah. me. Because um, she's no, she doesn't normally clear her throat. <laughs> but you know. But anyway. I had a great day yesterday, oh, Joel. Oh, good. Get, do you want to hear yeah, what happened? Imagine you said no. <laughs> um, I saved £500 <gasps> on my car insurance. Oh, that's brilliant. What yes, a day. and the day before, I hadn't looked at my letters for a mm. while. Didn't want to touch them. Um, open one, and it was... They said that my car insurance needed doing, and they 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 put up two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and it's going to be one thousand three hundred pounds because they always stick it to the comedians because they don't trust yeah. us. And I was like, oh, that's the last thing I need when I've got no work, <laughs> right? Really yeah. stressed out. And then then my good friend and future podcast guest Gareth Richards mm-hmm. said. Well, I only pay such and such for mine. This is the the company I use. Told me about this like insurance broker that he uses. Phoned them. Yesterday got back to me. Saved me five hundred pounds. Amazing. And and uh, and they then would send him 
£25 cheque oh, because he referred. Everyone's a winner, baby. And I'll tell you who the real winner are. So, the listeners for getting to hear all about the workings of your car insurance. Well, you know what? The listeners could actually help out. I'm not going to give away the uh, what it is yet, the company, because... If you are a comedian listening and want to save a lot on your car insurance, this sounds like we're. It sounds like we we got a sponsor. This is like this is like illegal subletting, isn't it? <laughs> but you can get in touch with me, and I'll and then if you get it, and and no, and I refer you, and you say I did, I make some money, and you save loads of money. That's good. No, that's it? good. Everyone's a winner. Or should I tell them over? Should I tell them who the company is, and then they can just refer me? Don't know, Mark. Anyway. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't know either, Joe. I'm just winging it here. But I, basically, I say five hundred pounds. I'm over the moon, but still need more money. So you use <laughs> any the, feedback use or me. upcoming car insurance renewals <laughs> at jokes with Mark on all the socials. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, what and have Mark, I? Mark, we were worried into, you wouldn't have Joel. anything to talk about. We were worried, but that that felt. Good uh, three minutes, yeah. that. Um, so, this week, we have got Sarah Keyworth. Yes. Uh, here she is. There we go. Lovely. Check, check. That is looking good. Um, yeah, so, cool. So, so you're locked down. You're, what, are you sort of with people? I am with my girlfriend, Catherine, who I believe you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, we met. We met once. Did she tell you about that gig? Um, I don't. I don't know. It was the gig. She, she, must, she definitely would have told you about the gig. It was the one where this horrendous posh woman just went mad at her for no reason. Oh, was it the one where the fight broke out? Yes. Oh, yes. while she was on it's stage. The... Yes. Yes. It, she she did that... tell me about this. Uh, it was mad. It sounded amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. She um, ten years in the game. In fact, I heard that story about six or seven times in the in the, in the week <laughs> following you? that event. Um, I feel I feel like I'm going to butcher the telling of it because it really is her story. Um, but I believe, yes, yeah, somebody was being. A woman was being particularly difficult in the mm. crowd, and Catherine was dealing with it quite humorously. But then she carried on Brilliantly. being difficult. Uh, and then a guy behind her, like, leaned forward, sort of, yep. like, t- and sort of just tapped her on the shoulder to say, like, "Oh, like, you, actually, you're kind of going a bit far. Can you just stop?" And this woman, like, yep. chucked her drink in his face. Yeah. And then. And then the guy's girlfriend got involved yes, and it. then they all started yes. fighting oh yeah 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 <laughs> incredible and then, and then they kicked her out and then she came back in did while... she <laughs> yeah yeah but came back into the building because the, the the room isn't sort of locked off from anywhere else so you could still hear everything that was happening but but she did great afterwards like to keep it together and you know everyone was on her side which was nice um and then i had to go on afterwards yeah. So yeah, we had quite a quite chaos. a quite a first meeting. Yeah. I um yeah. So I'm I'm in lockdown with the uh, the catalyst to the most epic fight you've ever seen. <laughs> How do you think that? Do you feel safe? Uh, most days or I not, feel safe. Good. I'm just gonna stop because she 
she's decided to take this moment. She's been, she's she's got had like a, a migraine thing. She's been in bed all day, and then she's taken this uh. moment to get up and start emptying the dishwasher. So I'll just be back in one second because I can hear her. Oh no, is it all going to kick off? Yeah, right, I'm going to go and have a fight with her right now. Hello. I'm so sorry about that. We seem to be doing this, uh, she and I seem to be simultaneously doing a bit of a comedy bit at the moment where one or other of us goes <laughs> into the office and tries to do some kind of Instagram live podcasting <laughs> remotely from our house and then the other one will go into the kitchen and make as much noise as humanly possible. Um, uh, the other day so she was doing a podcast and I decided it was an appropriate time to, for some reason I was like, I'm going to make iced coffee now so it's like slamming ice on the side of the kitchen counters and she came in like what the hell are you doing and i was like i'm making you a nice coffee and she was like fucking stop it <laughs> so um oh that's brilliant we haven't quite mastered how to uh, how to make a soundproof environment for podcasting at home is that why you've decided to do a podcast together so that you can't risk interfering with each yeah, other so that nobody can interrupt the other one we yeah. have to we have to have shared goals. <laughs> <laughs> What's your new podcast about? Uh it is about relationships. Um Nice. So it's kind of it's called Yield. I feel like I'm getting some of it already. Yeah, you definitely are. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of the small minutiae of uh, irritating that person you've decided to spend your life with every single day. Um <laughs> and it's yeah, it's it's been good fun actually. It's nice to to, to realise that our relationship is actually not that dissimilar to other people's relationships, despite the fact yeah. that it does feel like the most absurd situation in the world sometimes. <laughs> How often are you doing it? Uh, so we've got eleven episodes recorded, and we're just oh well done. That's the best out. way. That's yeah, great. we were rushing to do it pre-lockdown because I was supposed to be going to Australia. Oh, of uh, course, yeah, yeah. So we ha- we already had them done, fortunately, and we had them done in a, in a studio. So it, it didn't require us understanding any technology, or uh, there was no dishwashers in the building. <laughs> no, they tend not to have those in no. studios. Are you uh, are you on your own? Who who are you locked uh, down my, with? My my girlfriend's here, so that's similar sort of situation. But she, yeah, she's she knows not to disturb me now. We've we've got into a system. You've gotten into a decent for... rhythm. Yeah. What does like she do? Is she through. working? Um, she was. She does editing, but they've just put her on the furlough thing. So she's Ooh. sort of doing not a lot, but we're going to try and do something together because yeah. she does lots of filming and stuff. So the trouble is everyone's making video content now. So you've got to kind of come up with something really different. Otherwise, there's yeah. no point. So I'm just sort of trying to work out what I'm going to do and then well, we'll the way- make something the weird thing is that people are either either successful being incredibly like creative and unique and out there or they're successful because they just take other people other people's ideas and just do them so like a lot of the things i'm seeing are just like yeah. oh this is a trend that's going around so we've decided to do it and then people yeah. are going oh well done for doing the trend <laughs> and it's like yeah that does yeah you're right i haven't actually put that noticed that but yeah you're that is they are the most popular things, aren't they? Yeah. That's Everyone annoying, isn't it? doing the same thing in different ways. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that, really. I wouldn't get anything out of that. No, me neither. That's... But also, I think it requires a certain level of, like, uh, 
like a baseline of uh, <laughs> this is going to sound quite rude, but like a, a baseline of, of of normalness or um, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a non-offensive way of saying it, but it, I think it requires <laughs> nah, you be to, offensive. to seem to seem quite uh, boring, like in your relationship or something like that, uh, to then have this as like a standout moment, because a lot of them like there's been a trend going around of of girlfriends like. Uh, taking off their clothes and walking naked into their the room that their boyfriend's in whilst they're like really? playing on PlayStation and then filming the reaction to them being naked and it's all these boys just being like damn or like they're talking to their friends on uh, Xbox Live and they're like oh guys I gotta go I gotta go and it's this whole thing of like they just drop everything because their girlfriend stood naked there and it's like if I walked into a room naked Catherine would be like Oh hi. Because I'm na- I'm naked all of the time. She'd be like, "Oh, you're you're in the room, of course." Like, I don't understand why is it such an event that this guy's girlfriend. You should is try naked? going in with clothes on. Yeah, film that. She'd be like, oh, "Yeah, why it, why are you all dressed up?" <laughs> yeah. I guess we're having a formal day. <laughs> we did that the other day. We we I, my girlfriend like got dressed up and and then I did and it was a really nice day. I'd recommend it. I, I put a shirt on. It's it's quite nice just to make you to remind yourself that you can kind of look like a like a functional <laughs> human being. Yeah, you know it's a special occasion these days when I take off my bleach stained jogging bottoms. <laughs> I've just put a wash on, so I've got shorts on now. Oh, have you? Very nice. Yeah, jo- jogging bottoms have gone in the wash. Um, right, so so when you uh, so you were going to Australia, mm. what were you going to be doing there? Were you going to be doing the show you did last year in Edinburgh? Yes. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that you weren't writing fresh. Were you writing a new show for next Edinburgh? Yeah. So I was in the process of writing a show. Um, I had about how far Twenty-five you got? minutes. Well, that's good. Or yeah. good stuff. Um. Or, or preview stuff. Uh, of like, I'd say like twenty of it was was reasonably was like consistently going well. Yeah. And then I so had you, a few bits where I was like, oh god, there's no, there's no punchline here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do, how do you you write to a theme? Do you and then you try and stick jokes in once you've sort of got the structure there, um, or do you? Not really. I try to. I think I, I think I, I write to a theme theme without really realizing that I'm writing to a theme because I I'll just write about whatever's sort of going on with me I write I write sort of like personal stuff and anecdotes and things so I'll often write what's happened recently or what's going on with me or like thoughts I'm having so the theme will come out of just the mindset I'm in or the time of my life that I'm in right um, so so that stuff would work in clubs then when you're working the, the stuff in yes yeah I think um like a decent percentage of the stuff that I do in my Edinburgh shows can translate into club work. I'm quite lucky in that sense. That's good. Yeah, I'm same. Yeah. Um, a bit just yeah, mostly because I mostly because I just write about fannies. People in club love clubs <laughs> love fannies. <laughs> I just I was just watching your moon cut bit on Twitter. Oh, very God. good. Thank you. So it's, it's a really good just really well written bit because the the last line made it for me it's really good thank you that's um 
It's it's a bit. I started getting requests for it at shows. <laughs> really? Yeah, which I never thought would That's happen. That's cool. Because but like <laughs> I've kind of seen it happen with other comedians, like like more known comedians or uh, and stuff, where people go, oh, I hope like he does this bit or that. So bit out or out or something like that with Mickey. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because I, I, I remember going to see Rod Gilbert when he was before he was particularly well known, but I'd seen his. Um, his luggage handle bit on mm. line and I went to watch one of his tours and I was really disappointed that I didn't see that bit and then he did it in the encore and it was great I think yeah. when, it's, it's, I don't think I think it's hard to get a routine like that that people want to see so that's wicked that that you have that requested but like I I didn't it was only afterwards that I realized that that was what was going on because at the time I was like oh. when somebody shouted out for it I was like no why would I do that like what are you, why are you yelling at me? And then afterwards I was like, oh no, that person's just clearly a fan of, of, of my comedy and that bit. But I was so taken aback that I was like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that a couple of times before when people have, like in Edinburgh, if people come back and then something happens in the room when I'm talking to them and someone requests a joke, like a one-off joke. Mm. And what sometimes what happens is they build it up too much. So when I do it, the audience are like, oh. Yeah. That was that was it, was it? Or some people but with, a, with a bit like yours, you can get them involved yeah. into the bit. I think because you've got a bit more time. Whereas with a one-liner, it's just like they're, they're expecting these this amazing thing, but it's just a it's just a one-liner. But the know? problem is when they give um they give too much away in the request. So some people will be like, oh, I was hoping for the, oh, yeah. the shot in the moon cup bit. And it's like, well, that's the <laughs> well, that's the punchline. That's it. That's that's the bit. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. I, I've had that before where someone I'd ask sometimes I ask people for topics and then I'll do a joke on it mm. um, and like their their suggestion is the word is what the what's what the reveal is about so you yeah. can't actually go into the joke because they know where it, they will automatically already know where it's going yeah yeah they kind so of that's yeah they do the work for you and therefore it, it stops it being a yeah. joke. It's just, you're yeah. just doing as you're told. <laughs> yeah. Not very funny, so, but very obedient. Yeah. <laughs> so with, um, so you say the bits, uh, so for the stuff for the new show, mm. have you got any bits that you, you said you like you were working in previews and you can't quite get right yet? Um, in terms of the new show, uh, I have, I have some bits that that are kind of going okay, but there is a bit. Oh, I'm going to grab my notebook. I, I prepped grab some other bits, notebook. but then I've just remembered that there is this one thing. That's cool. Um, what are you, are you someone that writes into your notebook by hand? Yeah, you, you have it by hand. Yeah, I write yeah, it down. same. Um, that that bit. But not into a computer. Do you find that it's better? handwritten for some reason i handwrite and then i'll type it up when it's slightly yeah. more form just in case you lose that notebook like bob monkhouse yeah and i'm all i'm really bad for leaving my notebook at venues as well i've done that before yeah and you're like oh everybody's gonna steal all this gold and yeah. you look at it you're like no one is understanding anything that's written you've in written this. fanny 15 times on that page <laughs> um god i really oh okay i was trying to this is a bit that I can't get to work and I don't think I ever will get it to work because basically... Ah, my favourite bits. It's about me being 
like like quite hairy like i'm i'm really <laughs> fluffy on my face uh but it doesn't it doesn't work because people don't believe me oh so i try because i'm really i like i i just have a very hairy like like chin and it comes all over the sides of my face to the point where like like Catherine and I, my girlfriend will she'll like she'll like give me a little trim and stuff. Like she she maintains it for me. <laughs> and I think it's really funny. Um and I think it's it's one of those sort of awkward things that people like wouldn't necessarily share about themselves. So like in ter- it feels like a natural uh topic for comedy. But yeah. but I say it and I can see like ac- like hairy men looking at me like you're not hairy. I'm yeah, hairy. do you think that is it? Because, like, from a distance, you can't see it, so it's hard for them to actually get on board. Yeah, maybe. and I think maybe it's because people are so... It's not coming from the point of view of, I'm a hairy woman and I'm embarrassed, and that's embarrassing. I'm just jabbering away about how hairy I am without right. without a sense of embarrassment. Maybe I need to be slightly more self-deprecating about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that might be it, you know. So, what do you actually say? You just you're just talking about the the, the process of yeah, I, removing it. Yeah, I tried it and... to talk about how I um I I used to go and get like I used to go and get waxed, and it was that was m- the most painful thing ever. But I got the process of getting my face waxed. Like it would get I'd get my face waxed by uh, a woman who just wouldn't speak as well okay. and it felt like quite a like a seedy experience because she wouldn't talk to me um <laughs> and then i tried to talk about like catherine <laughs> i had a line that i thought was quite funny but i think i've i've, I've used the punchline in a different joke and it's worked better because the punchline is is not it's not a particularly creative punchline but it was just like right. i used to worry that um like girls wouldn't fancy me if I had a hairy face, uh, but turns out my girlfriend is far less interested in having sex with me if I call her a cunt while she's plucking my chin hair. Um, <laughs> but it's just—it's not—I don't—it's not quite relatable enough. I think it—it it really alienates. Maybe. Pay people. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe if there's any women that are self-conscious about that sort of thing. Hmm. Maybe that's it. I don't maybe know. maybe people don't. If it's not relatable to some people, some people don't believe it, and then the people that might possibly relate to yeah. it don't want to admit that they relate to it, and therefore everybody in the room. Oh, I guess if you're saying that you've you have it sorted, so then you on stage now has had a trim. Mm. I guess maybe that they do think that maybe that isn't. It's something you could just make up. But I also I, I also tried to write a bit, and I haven't quite given up on it yet because I do. It makes me laugh. Um, which is, uh, I was talking to a comedian and I'm just going to say it was Mick Ferry. And for some, okay. for some reason I was... Tra- very hairy man. He's a very hairy man. For some reason I was talking about my hairy little face. And he said that his <laughs> his wife or his partner has uh, yeah. one... And he, his words, he said, one imaginary chin hair uh, that she that she fiddles with. And it really made me laugh that he said that it was imaginary because it's just that that thing of like he would rather believe that she was like in a sense sort of losing her mind and like like has has conjured up this false 
uh, like f- friend of an imaginary chin hair, like an apparition, uh, <laughs> rather than concede the fact that she might actually have a hair on her chin. Um, yeah, he's just blocked it out. Yeah, and it just really, for some reason, it really tickled me, and I was I was trying to <laughs> to communicate that on stage, the idea that, that 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 Mick is like, no, she's definitely she's imagining things rather than uh, my my wife is actually that, has a hair on her chin. <laughs> is there a joke in what you just said? And it tickled me. It, yeah, like, and that you could have met her, and the the hair tickled the hair, you. Yeah, so it was real. Or something. Ooh. It tickled you. I don't know if there's a pullback and reveal there. I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to write that down. Even though I'm recording this conversation, <laughs> I'm going to write it down. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... I found it funny, but I don't think I was explaining it clearly enough on stage. No. But there's... Yeah, there's just so, something in the idea of, of him... Her telling him about it and him going, oh, don't worry, it's probably yeah. imaginary. <laughs> as if that as if that's less of a concern <laughs> like yeah yeah it's, it's really funny like I, I feel like I'd be if I got to a point where I was like if I said to somebody oh, I've got this hair on my chin and then they were looking and they were like honestly I think you're you're somehow conjuring that with the power of your brain I'd be like oh I gotta go and see somebody <laughs> Is there something in the about his beard as well? As he's got one, he has a big beard. Like is it? So yeah. So like, is there like an opposite you can do with that? That like the other way round. An imaginary bald spot. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't know. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. That's cool. The idea that he's worried she's trying to steal his thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or like I don't know. I think there's a lot there. I think you've got a lot you can play there's, with. There's there. something in it. I just, it just, it makes me smile every time I think about it. But I just haven't quite um, nailed where my brain goes. Uh, yeah. In words. So that's like quite early days for that bit. Yes. Because that's yeah, yeah. for the new show. I've only done so it you, a couple so you, would of you times. So st- you'll stick. Okay, cool. So you would stick. You're going to stick with that for a while anyway yeah. to see what you can get out of it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think um, there's something in, and I'm not suggesting that that Mick's uh, doing this to his uh, partner, but there's something in uh, the sort of previous maladies that, that women used to kind of be um, like like sectioned for, um, because they like they were like telling the truth or they had depression or like. Like there was, there's this, this list somewhere of all all the reasons that a woman could be like sent to the madhouse. And mm-hmm. I'd love it if one of them was imaginary chin hair. <laughs> yeah, single chin. Yeah. This this woman has become convinced that she is. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna work it out on this podcast. It's gonna take some time. No, but but it could be. But you could go back through old, like like examples mm-hmm. of of similar things and that you can say that's just a guy a man has made that up to get around something else because yeah. it because he can't accept the other, something else yeah there's definitely something there i think so thank you thank that's you that's cool no i love this shit this is keeping me going yeah keeping my brain ticking um so- i find it quite difficult writing at home so it's good to talk I, to people. I'm I think, struggling at the moment. Trigger. I go I go in waves though. Like I really um I get really into it for a while. 
and then I have nothing. Mm. And then suddenly I have a brainwave and and it kind of goes backwards and forwards like that. Um, Do you two work on stuff together where you sort of brainstorm ideas? um, Not really with stand-up. What we'll do, we'll work on ideas after they've got a bit of a form. So we we kind of like help each other with like toppers yeah, or yeah. like like just polishing things but um we try to keep our individual stand up a little bit separate just because you you can yeah, kind of in danger of becoming a bit of a two-headed monster at the stage yeah yeah it's two similar ideas yeah. and yeah yeah we're quite That's fortunate cool. in the sense so, that she, our, our styles are very different so often it's quite clear mm. if somebody writes a bit it's often quite clear whether or not um, so if I'm ever trying to help her, she'll sometimes say to me, like, I think that is definitely more in your voice or that's your, your oh, tone. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Um, so it's it's quite fun in that sense when, we're, when we are working on something together to try and get out of your own head and, and write in the other person's voice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's just good to, to keep the brain mm-hmm. ticking over comedically, just like just chatting to people about bits like this really helps me when i help other people yeah. with stuff because I'll, I'll stop this podcast and my brain will suddenly now be in tune i'll spot something on tv and then a joke will come mm. but you, you have to sort of get in that zone i think yeah um so what bits did you prep uh are these bits from your previous show that you you couldn't get to work um there's a bit from my yeah my first show uh, I mean, it never even went in. It, it didn't have much of a lifespan. Really? Um, <laughs> and we, I have a bit of a thing where my one of my good friends, Georgie, uh, often like reads over material for me and, and will send back ideas and help kind of as, to being a sounding board for ideas. And I often have a thing mm. where it's if I write a bit and she immediately loves it, it, it will never yeah. work on stage. <laughs> and this is yeah, one of those uh, and there's a there's a particular bit that never never really lived um and it was it i've got a friend that if he doesn't get a joke that's gonna that's be good. good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'd love one of those <laughs> it's friends. <complete> opposite. <laughs> yeah so there's a bit that georgie loves and often if i'm stu- struggling for ideas she'll campaign for this to come back um <laughs> is is a big rant about um how when i was in primary school my uh the primary school had a rule about um you had to earn a pen license a, a pen license so everybody wrote everybody worked right. with a pencil and everybody wrote with a with a pencil ah. uh, and then you had to prove through your handwriting <laughs> ability and i think like some elements of sort of being able to spell um spell words right the first time uh, that you you could be trusted with a pen and you would be awarded with a pen license and um, I presume that the teachers had the authority to maybe stop and ask you for your pen license whilst if you were caught with a pen they'd say excuse me are you uh, are you operating that uh, handwriting pen with a what were they called they're like like those red topped ones like a bit. Yeah, the big, thick, red-topped ones. Yeah, are you operating that book with a license? Um, <laughs> and I found my pen license in my old bedroom a, a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, uh, but the, so she, it was a big, I just feel like, you know, the, the premise was like, teachers have, the, the big thing about teachers is they have so much on their plate 
all the lesson planning and the teaching and it's long hours and often they have to miss their lunch break because they're, you know, being a playtime monitor and all this stuff. And and they all also have the power, like like a lot of power, especially in primary school. Like they are the, the like incredibly uh, in control of of the children, um, and it just it, 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 there's something weirdly sort of perverse about uh, somebody coming up with the idea that they were not only going to control every other aspect of these children's lives, but also uh, make them. <laughs> Uh, carry a license if they wanted to pick up a pen um, and uh, it just never probably because not many not enough people experienced it, it no that's new it to never me flew in the way that I really hoped maybe it was it just your school maybe, well, the thing is, I've, if you gave a school reunion that is going to smash yeah, it but I've heard about other schools that have done it but not enough schools yeah. really did your friend go to no, your school no she didn't She's no. Scottish and her boyfriend oh. is Australian and he, he in Australia, I think maybe it's a thing in Australia as well because um, he had to have, he had to earn a pen licence. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, wow. That's so, like, funny. So, how, so, so would it get nothing at all or would it just get from people that know, knew about pen licences? Uh, it, it just wouldn't get much because people, people would, people would have questions but the questions wouldn't be funny. They'd just be like, Why? And what? Yeah, and the, the questions aren't laughing, yeah. are they? And oh, uh, yeah, and it just it it, it didn't yeah. quite. I don't know. I found it very amusing. That's interesting because were, were you set were you selling it like everyone knows about this sort of thing, or was it like my school's so weird we had to have a maybe pen that license. was the angle? How no, I tried to sell it from the point of view of this teacher is really fucking like uh, power hungry and a bit weird. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, and the idea that they would sort of make these little licenses and laminate them and hand them out to these sort of eight and nine year olds who would it be funny if you then had a bit something about like you you, you even now it's affected you and like you 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 get your pen license out in like a situation yeah, if I'm in these trouble days. and then yeah or something that that feels like a nice angle that you you know when you're at school you're so like influenced by everything at school that you're, I can't think what you do, but if you, but something, I don't know. I'm sure there's something, an example you, that you could come yeah. up with. Yeah, but like for some reason I've got points on my license for something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but that, um, not, that's quite quite a famous bit in terms of my uh, failed repertoire of, of material that has net. Yeah, is it? That's the bit that we all gone back. So, will you pull that out every year? Uh, no, I don't. I don't try it again. But it is. It's one of those ones. Uh, my friend Geordie in particular will will request it. Um, is that the one that got requested? Yeah, she'll go bring back pen license. <laughs> like, pen license was never that, really here. That's brilliant. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you got any other bits? I mean, we're coming up to the um, end of the time, but if you've got any other bits... I, had, I, I tried to write a bit, but I think about. I was in a weird mood. I tried to write a bit about how nobody ever really appreciated the guy who invented, like, uh, like doorknobs and door handles. Um, okay. I, I was. In, I don't know why it just kind of came to me in a bit of a fever dream. Where I was like, nobody, like, like imagine being that. Guy. I can't. I don't. I, I don't really know what was going on pre-handle or doorknob. What? What we? What were we doing? Like, how do you? How did you? How did you get a door open? <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Um, but nobody. But then presumably he was like in when he first. I'm saying he when this person uh, first invented door handles probably quite famous like in terms of like that that's a that's a big invention because people mm. are, you know before that people had to sort of like prize with their fingernails to get the the, the and then <laughs> this guy was like oh, i'm just gonna i'm gonna stick a knob on it um but and then i was then i, I was picturing the day that this guy like saw like maybe he was going to like his local like grocery store or something or his, his supermarket and and he was excited to kind of get the warm welcome that he always does as the guy who invented door handles, but the first day he goes and 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 somebody somebody's invented an automatic door. Yeah. Like the the fall from grace from for that would have been um. <laughs> See, it's not it's not it, it's not the most relatable or cohesive bit of material I've ever no. written. Um, Have you ever researched who actually? No, did that's do the it? problem as well. Is that it's not rooted in fact; it's rooted in nonsense. Um, <laughs> and it, I was thinking that a really bad joke maybe is a thing to do, like things getting named after the people, and then there's that there's no respect at all because they just called him a yeah. or something. But I feel like that might be a bit easier. Yes. I, I did, do you know what? Surprisingly, in the whole routine, I didn't have a single reference to the fact that he, like, he was obviously a knob, or maybe guys, I had too much respect yeah. for him, and, and and this is actually like he he's the victim in the story. Um, so I I really yeah I yeah. really tried to to get that off the ground, but nobody nobody liked it. <laughs> and you know what? How many times did um, you try that? I think about fifteen times. Um, yeah. Really? Ah, oh, you really, really, really it. thought it was funny when I when I first wrote it. <laughs> I, I even sent it to my agent, and she she was very supportive, and she sort of wrote back and was like, "Yeah, ha, 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 uh, I don't really get this." <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I think you'll you'll be eating those words when this is the 
This is the the bit that I do on a parlor. <laughs> this is when all my fans are like, do the door handle guy bit. Um, this is this is why you did it fifteen times because you just want to prove yeah. her wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I didn't. I failed. <laughs> so so how long ago was uh, that? that was like, I guess it it would have been year before last. No, no, before oh, okay. that, year before, yeah. And is it dead to you, or would you, if you suddenly, you could look over your old notes and suddenly something? Sparks. I think that bit might be dead. I think, <laughs> oh, I think it's gone. There's no saving that. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think that I mean, we got enough there. Great. I mean, unless there's anything else you want to, you want to. I mean, there was one about. last bit, and I thought this was relatable. Oh, go on there, one I, more. I really believed that people would be like. Absolutely, because I, I, and I still, I find it hard now to, to even think that people wouldn't relate to this. I tried to do a bit about how I love being in bed so much, like that that being in bed is is probably the only only scenario in which I would consider actively like pissing myself rather than going to the toilet. <laughs> And I consider it on a regular basis. Like I, I'd say, like every every night or early hours of the morning, I'll have a little think about whether or not I could get away with just wetting myself rather than getting up and going to the toilet. And I would, I would do it like, eh? and people would just look at me like, no. And I really, oh, you definitely got something there because every, I think everybody can relate to really not wanting to get yeah. up for a piss. Because it is so comfortable, no matter how much it hurts. I truly believe that 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 would that that would kind of bang. Yeah. Um, but people like on a regular basis, I will need a wee, and I will force myself back to sleep and think, "Oh, yeah. I'll just forget about it." But then I have a dream about needing a wee. Yeah. And That's I just, weird. I, I think we've all had that moment where we go, "Would it be the worst thing in the world if I if I urinated here, slept for a bit in the wee?" And then sorted it out later. Yeah. But frankly, nobody wanted to. Again, maybe like the hairy faces, nobody else wanted to go. Yeah, I think about weeing myself all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> unless you, unless you, 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 it, you turn it into a doing bit where you actually, you actually have done it, and then they're laughing at the ridiculousness that you actually did go through with it. I don't know whether that adds a funny I mean, element because then they're laughing at yeah, you rather than I think that does add that adds a sort of like um self-deprecating kind of oh I'm such an idiot here's a thing that I did but I think the thing that I found very interesting is that is that the the honest truth is that I consider doing it every single day and that's like that's not normal like well there is the thing is it is normal yeah. but it's fucking weird because if you, I think if if I did it once, I would learn, and I'd be like, "Nah, that's not, that's not the right way to behave." Yeah, yeah. But it's the fact that I, I don't yeah. allow myself to do it, but I do. There's just there's no other circumstance in which I think. I think you might be too close to this yeah, as a project. I feel too strongly about it. I've got to hand it over to somebody else. Is it? There could be something about you saying that your girlfriend actually did do it, and mm. then 
so I told, and then the reveal, I, can't, I don't know how to, you'd word it, but the reveal is it was you, but you convinced her that it was her. Yeah. Or something. The difficulty with um, with having a, a, a girlfriend who is also a comedian is that there, is, there are some things. <laughs> she yeah, see and, and I, also people don't believe me. I had a bit that was, I had a true story no. about Catherine that people didn't believe because they were like, oh, but she wouldn't, she's too nice. I was like, no, no yeah. she's not too nice. <laughs> she's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but but that would only be. But audiences surely don't like wouldn't know her unless you're on the same bill together. Some do, if I do a tour show, after we have a little bit of an overlap with audiences. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So I did. Oh, a... yeah, because yeah, I, I was just thinking club no. gigs, but if it's if it's yeah, if it's people come in who know you and, I did and a, follow you, I did know a show that, in Warwick, and I think Catherine had been there doing her show about three weeks before, um, and so a, a few of the audience oh. members had been at her, at her show, um, and there was, I was doing a bit about my girlfriend framed as my girlfriend, and some guy started. Uh, Sort of shouting out that he disagreed with me about her. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? and I was like, I was what like, you, do you don't know her like I know her. Like I know you, you've seen her, but I live with her. Like you can't just yeah, don't believe her persona yeah. bullshit. She's actually from she England. She is. She's from England. She's not even bisexual. <laughs> She thinks OCD stands for oh, otters, cats, and dogs. <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Maybe there's something in that. Maybe there's oh, a bit the things that. that. Sarah Keyworth! Woohoo! Joel? Yeah, there you are. Why did you pause? I just thought I'd like to build some tension. Oh, I did. I was worried. Uh, Sarah Keyworth, there we go. Hashtag Awooga to Sarah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Lovely stuff. Uh, we've never met before, <gasps> I believe. Wow. I, I believe. Oh, we may have met once, but not not we not not like. I don't think we chatted or anything. I don't know. I can't really remember. Um, that might be a lie. I hate that. This happens a lot. We. Because you meet so many people, yeah, of course. and like Sarah, she's she's quite a new comic. So we might have done like an open mic gig or something. And Mark, you can't I, be expected I just don't remember. to remember everyone you've ever met. Oh, thanks, right. Joe. That makes me feel better because I always feel bad about things like that. Yeah. But then other people do have done that to me in the past. Yeah, you know they've forgotten they've met yeah, me. I'm trying and to. I, I, I've I've hated them ever since. Um, you did I you said say I'm trying to. Ah, oh, you bloody wisecracker, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> um, any feedback about the episode? At Jokes with Mark. Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate it. If you'd like to leave us a review over on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever you want to call it, uh, you could do that. Five-star review. That'd be bloody lovely. Um, Patreon. We've got some new stuff going up there soon. So it's Patreon forward slash uh, Jokes with Mark. Check that out. Um any more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Any more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Ooga, everybody. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay in. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.